Have you read The Tao of Pooh by Benjamin Hoffman? I have here The Day of Piglet, and I'm going to read a little bit. Leave me some comments and share if you like. The Day of Piglet by Benjamin Hoffman. What? Another one? One day, not long ago, I found Piglet sitting by himself on the writing table, gazing wistfully out the window. I asked what he was doing. Oh, just wishing, he replied. Wishing what, I asked. Nothing really, he said, turning pinker than usual around the ears. You know, I won't make fun of you if you tell me. Well, I was only wishing. Yes? Only wishing that someday someone would notice me. I notice you. I only meant that is, most everyone notices Pooh. Yes, most everyone does, ever since the Pooh books came out years ago. And now especially, said Piglet, because of you-know-what. Ah, yes, I said, just for a moment I'd forgotten. And then it was my turn to gaze wistfully out the window, remembering the spring of 1982. For it was then that Dutton released a book of mine called The Tao of Pooh. It seems so long ago, somehow. The Tao of Pooh began as a reaction to what I considered an unfortunate situation. English language writings on the Chinese philosophy of Taoism, which I had come to realize was far more than Chinese and far more than philosophy, had for many years been dominated by scholarly sorts who seemed more interested in cataloging and bickering over minute particulars than in communicating the practical wisdom of Taoist principles. For most of my life, I had been learning those principles from various Taoist teachers, some official and some not, some Chinese and some not, some in human form and the best instructors of them all, some not. I saw them being muddled and manipulated in the Taoist writings of scholars who were not Taoists, who had not been taught by Taoists and who did not practice Taoist skills and exercises yet who monopolized the subject of Taoism and sneered at anyone who suggested that there was more to it than what they told. I would come across such things as a description by the Taoist writer Chuang Tse of some tactics of swordsmanship translated into nonsense by an authority apparently ignorant of even the basic precepts of Taoist martial arts. And I would ask myself if there weren't something that, I could, that could be done about that sort of thing. 
Then one day, while quoting to someone from A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh, I got an idea. I could write a book explaining Taoism through the characters in Winnie the Pooh and the house at Pooh Corner. That would, it seemed to me, release Taoism, excuse me, release Taoist wisdom from the grip of the over academics and restore it to the childlike awareness and sense of humor that they had taken away. On being told of the idea, certain Eeyores advised me against attempting anything of the sort. But following the advice of Eeyores has rarely seemed a particularly good thing for me to do. Quite the contrary, if the Eeyores are against something, I tend to think there might be something to it. And so I wrote the manuscript. It was published. And I'll have to continue in my next segment. And so I wrote the manuscript. It was published, and that, I thought, was the end of the matter. But it wasn't. It was more or less the beginning. Before the Tao of Pooh, one would have heard many non-scholarly or non-mystical Westerners discussing Taoism. But today, Taoist principles are described in publications on business, science, psychology, excuse me, psychology, health, sports, music, art, writing, computer programming, and other subjects. They're discussed in corporate strategy sessions, high school and college classes, and other gatherings of various kinds. And, according to what I've read and heard, the book most often recommended to explain Taoist principles is the Tao of Pooh. Colleges use the book as a text on Taoism. Psychiatrists give copies to their patients. Ministers quote from it in their sermons. Chinese martial martial art instructors read it to their students. And so on. I've even been told that some motel owners put it in their rental units. It would seem that the Tao of Pooh, also known as Li Tao de Pooh, Tao, oh my goodness, I can't read, it's other languages, people, is known and liked around the world, and that, I must say, has pleased Pooh enormously. Oh, Pooh, said everyone else except Eeyore. Thank you, growled Pooh. But Eeyore was saying to himself, this writing business, pencils and whatnot, overrated if you ask me, silly stuff, nothing to it. And so the Tao of Pooh has become known as a remarkable success. And until fairly recently, I'd considered that the end. I'd explained Taoist principles. I'd entertained with Pooh and friends. There were other things I wanted to do, other things I wanted to be associated with. Stop this remarkable success, please, I asked. I'd like to get off, but no one wanted to let me off. No, I don't. 
intend a Tao of Pooh sequel. No, I don't like sequels. Thank you very much. Goodbye. But slowly and softly, so softly, that for a long time I was unaware of it, something began to steal into my consciousness. A small voice was trying to catch my attention. After a while, I realized that it was Piglet's. Finally, I sat down and listened. And after listening for a while, I began to take notes. There was more to be said, Piglet pointed out, but no one was saying it, and it was needed today. It would be needed even more, he said, in the years to come. Another book needn't be a sequel. It could be a companion book, as the house at Pooh Corner is to Weenie the Pooh. Why did I listen to Piglet? <laughs> Piglet? The answer lies in the past. In my childhood, when the Pooh stories were first read to me, I immediately developed a fondness for Piglet. From the beginning, he was my favorite of the Pooh characters. That I knew, but I didn't know why. By now, I know why. And I hope that before you finish reading this book, you will know why too.